Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge on Yahoo Sports Radio. Well, as you should know by now, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free computer diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Our next guest was the first overall pick of the 1991 NFL Draft and a Pro Bowl defensive tackle with the Dallas Cowboys. I'm talking, of course, of Russell Maryland, who won an Outland Trophy at the University of Miami and was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in 2011. Russell knows a little. Uh, actually, no, he knows a lot about winning. He started on two national championship teams at Miami and three Super Bowl champions with the Dallas Cowboys, and we are pleased to have him here with us today. Russell, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on. i tell you what, I, I visited the Hall of Fame in Canton a couple of times with hopes of maybe going there one day, but this, I've never been to the Talk of Fame, so I appreciate you guys having me on. <laughs> hey, you're halfway home. You're halfway there. That's right. Thank you. That sounds good. Hey, Russell, the, the Cowboys were interested in Rocket Ishmael with the first overall pick of the 91 draft, but in the weeks leading up to the draft, he signed with the Toronto Argonauts of the CFL. How and when did you find out you were going to be the first pick by the Cowboys? You know, it, it was funny. That that whole uh, offseason, uh, you know, we had a pro day at the University of Miami about a month before the draft. I saw Coach Johnson, and Coach Johnson was kind of, you know, he came to, up to me and was like, you know, Russ, uh, you know, Hey, uh, we know we know your background. We don't have to do much work. We're gonna come and get you. And uh, at the time, I was projected to go, you know, uh, top half of the first round. Uh, but specifically, uh, the Rams. Coach John Robinson, I believe, at the time was coach of the Rams, and he really needed a defensive lineman. And I was like, yeah, thanks, coach. I appreciate it. I just thought he was just talking, you know. And uh, then as the weeks went by, and then you know the Cowboys shifted up to number one, uh, and then. Uh, you know, Rocket did his thing, and it became a, re- uh, a reality. I was like, man, this may really happen, you know, if Coach comes to get me. And it, But it really didn't. I remember when Rocket, maybe it was a few days before the draft, he was sitting with uh, maybe uh, it was it was a, a, a hockey game with Bruce McNall and Magic Johnson, and I saw him in the stands. It was like it was a done deal. I said, you know, this thing might happen. So, really, I wasn't for sure until like that, you know, that day before when my agent was telling me, like, hey, we're gonna get this done, and you're going you're going to Dallas, and uh, it was uh, it, it, so it was really close up to that point before uh, before draft day. Russell, how much pressure did you feel? You know, having to live up to the expectations of being the first uh, overall pick in the draft. You know, we had one of those here in New England with Ken Sims when he came from Texas, and he had a lot of trouble mm-hmm. with. Uh, he was a good player, uh, but, you know, if you come in as the number one guy, you're supposed to be, you know, reinvent the game. Did you feel a lot of pressure? <laughs> well, you know, it, it was a lot of pressure, as you can imagine. I mean, it was a, really an incredible amount of pressure. Uh, you know, I remember that first day when, uh, we, when we all came together after the draft and the rookies were there, I, I came into the locker room, and it's like all eyes were on me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, after having uh, gotten Emmitt Smith uh, in the first round the year before and having gotten Troy Eggman a couple years before that at number one pick, it's like you're supposed to be like a skilled player and, you know, uh, big-name guy. And it's like, we got this? <laughs> kind of looking at me and like, man, this is, they're really unimpressed and disappointed. And, uh, you know, but uh, so me coming from Miami, I never had any doubt that I'd be successful because of really two things. So I had great mentors going into that locker room, uh, you know, with Jeff Jeffcoat. 
he was a, a guy that already played like seven or eight years, and he really took me under his wing. And I and I appreciated that a lot. And Tony Tolbert, uh, he's a, a big time mean defensive end out of UTEP. He took a liking to me. I guess I was one of the only guys he didn't really hate. So <laughs> he, he really uh, he really took me under his wing. And uh, uh, you know they they kept they kept me going. They taught me how to be an NFL uh, player. And uh, really more impo- most importantly, anytime that I even had any doubt in myself, which was very little. Uh, uh, I just say, you know, hey, I'm from Miami. You know, uh, you know, we. I, I spent the last five years with trained killers. You know, and not not literally, guys, not literally. But <laughs> I had that supreme confidence that uh, that was instilled in us by by Jimmy Johnson. We're speaking with former number one draft pick Russell Maryland. He's not with Train Killers today. He's with the Talk of Fame Network. And <laughs> Russell, uh, talking about Miami, you were recruited there by Jimmy Johnson, and then you were drafted by him in Dallas. Uh, how instrumental was he in your success? Oh man, Coach Johnson. I tell you what, I owe uh, all of my success really, uh, you know, to him uh, playing uh, just in with football in general. I mean, Coach Johnson. Uh, he's a great manager of men, of young men especially, and uh, uh, he just didn't go out there and recruit, uh, you know, all blue chip guys and just kind of put them in the cookie cutter situation and made them quote unquote cardboard cutouts. He got guys with great potential, uh, guys <clears throat> that could run, that were fast, and guys that were smart. And uh, he had a great set of uh, assistant coaches, you know, your Butch Davises, your um, Dave Wanstead, your Tommy Tuberville's. Ed Ozerones, those types of guys that you had, Dave Campos. I mean, list goes on and on and on. That we, once he put us in those uh, under the tutelage of those guys in those situations, we were able to. Uh, he was able to build a culture and get the best out of all of us. So that was really, uh, you know, how he was so, uh, you know, successful with us and how he was instrumental in uh, getting me to where uh, he got me to. Right, so you were drafted by a team coming off five consecutive losing seasons, yet inside of two years, you became a Super Bowl champion. How was such a transformation possible? Oh, man. Well, <laughs> i tell you what. That's great. Two words. Russell Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> No, but really, uh, you know, you could have a lot of two-word uh, guys in there. Troy Eggman, you know, Emmitt Smith, uh, you know, and then uh, guys that came in with me, you know, a lot of players that weren't really the big-name players but were solid players like Leon Letts, who was uh, in the seventh, seventh round in the 91 draft, and Eric Williams, who was like the uh, third-rounder for us uh, in the 1991 draft. And then you have some, some guys, you have some obscure players that you really, uh, you know, most of America probably never have remembered or have even heard of is Kenny Gant and your Matt Vanderbeeks and your Jim Swanses. You know, all those types of players uh, were, 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 were guys that really helped uh, buy into that culture that Jimmy Johnson was selling. And uh, the guys were, that were not only great or good, solid, great players, but guys that really hated to lose. And uh, th- that was the main thing that, that really ha- made us so successful over that run. We absolutely hated, hated, hated to lose games. You had, uh, uh, Russell, obviously your own kind of unique personal transformation, if you will. Uh, I believe the only college that offered you a scholarship coming out of high school was Miami. And I'm wondering, what do you think that Jimmy Johnson saw in you that all these other recruiters that scour the world didn't see in Russell, Maryland? You, you know what? I, I'm correct you on, on that. Uh, Jimmy Johnson was... And the Miami, University of Miami was one of two. Uh, 
Demi offered me after the signing date. Uh, ah. The only other one was actually Indiana State. Uh, I, I could have been a, a sycamore. Yeah, we don't count them, <laughs> Indiana State. <laughs> you and Larry Bird. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And Vincey Glenn. I don't know if you remember oh, Vincey Glenn. Vincey Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. Glenn. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What, yeah. what, so, what uh, did Indiana State see in you? <laughs> you know what? Um, that, I was a guy that they, they knew wasn't getting highly recruited. Uh, and I, I was a solid player. I, I was I was kind of heavy at the time. I was about 320 pounds. And back in 1986, you know, you didn't really only 320 pounds was the fridge, you know, for uh, Chicago <laughs> Bears, uh, who, whom I dressed up as for Halloween, by the way, uh, <laughs> for Chicago. But, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I mean, uh, but really, with uh, when Jimmy Johnson came to the picture, even before. You know, uh, he had some recruiters in the Chicago area, namely his uh, wide receivers coach. And I owe a lot of my uh, uh, success also to a coach named Hubbard Alexander. He came into the Chicagoland area. He kind of saw me as a, a diamond in the rough. He probably saw more potential in me than I saw in myself. Um, he knew that I had good grades. I was going to a good uh, public high school in the Chicago area, Whitney Young High School which is the same high school that Michelle Obama came out of a couple of years earlier. So I'm in good wow. company with that. Yes, but he saw a lot in me. He saw that I had a good family. And uh, he just basically uh, said, hey, you know, he took this back to Jimmy Johnson. Said, hey, we got a guy that he might not be a starter right now, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's good people, come from good stock. Hey, Russell, you know how you say you really hated, hated, hated to lose games in Dallas? We really, really hate to lose our guests, but we got to go. We're out of time. Yep. Thanks so much for got joining you, us. Hey, guys, I appreciate you having me on. Thanks a lot. You sure, please it. come back. All right, certainly will. <laughs> that was former number one draft pick Russell Maryland. Up next, why a certain wide receiver from the Giants should be in the Hall of Fame conversation. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.